Everything's up and running, Joe. I told you, JT, I'm way ahead of you. Everything's up and running. We are live, Ford Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number 180. Celebrating seven years of BoardWrestlingFan.com, which is this Tuesday, our anniversary. And in this Thursday, I have to me monster it up. Me! Me! Uh, this Thursday is my eight-year anniversary of being an internet smark. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Welcome to the show. I am Think So Joe, along with JT, G, and Noyce. Yeah, we're yo. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder how accurate my tweet is because I tweeted just before the show that I heard Virgil will p- will listen if you pay him twenty dollars. <laughs> Coaster Cardi po- po- pops in saying he wants a T-shirt that says <laughs> "I gave Virgil twenty bucks." And all I got was a, was this lousy Twitter follow. <laughs> <laughs> the show's about to go south, guys. I just cracked a beer. It means Joe's going to be passed out drunk in about 10 minutes. <laughs> yep, I just cracked one too, so. <laughs> hey, man, I partied with you once. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pass out. Yes, the one time I actually fell asleep and woke up drunk. <laughs> Still drunk. <laughs> we, killed, we killed a ton of beer that night. I drank most of it. I, drank I know you did. But I, I didn't say I. I didn't say I did. I said we did, and that I didn't say I had anything to do with most of it. I mean, I could have had one, and you could have had the rest of it, and still been we killed that beer, that all that beer. I know. <laughs> and it's funny because my girlfriend's trying to sleep in the in the bed, and then my other buddy he tapped out like hours before. <laughs> we're all and we're like. Joe and I are like sitting and chatting and chatting and chatting. Next thing is like five in the morning. I go to sleep. Not only do I wake up before my girlfriend, I'm still drunk. And we got Taco Bell before <laughs> the, the night before. And I had one of those like 30 ounce cups, like full of doc, um, um, Diet Pepsi and the melted ice. <laughs> and I just started drinking that. And I drank, I drank myself sober. It was like the word, one of the best and worst times in my life they told me like the next day that we were getting like noise complaints and shit about us i don't know why they didn't tell us then to shut up you know that's the thing we weren't even that loud we were just talking we didn't even play any music we didn't have we weren't playing any music we didn't have the tv on it was just me and joe talking (laughs) it wasn't even like this this whole podcast where you know we get crazy and start talking loud and shit we're just like fucking okay (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, what do you think about this? You know, oh, we just we were just we were just shooting the shit. It's not, we didn't even get loud. I, I call. I, it's like it's like that that time I got in trouble for going into a house and the girl was supposedly thirteen years old and home home by home all by herself. I call bullshit on it. Did you get to meet Chris Hansen? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> The other podcast I used to do, I always played Chris Hansen clips, <laughs> just all the time. Uh, for I no have reason, sat just, down just and marathoned because. that show before. It's, it's surprisingly entertaining <laughs> and sad. I only watched one episode of that show, and it was when I was in, I want to say Chicago for divorce court, but it could have been L.A. for for, or Chicago was Judge Mathis, L.A. for divorce court. <laughs> Yay, I'm a reality TV star. 
Uh, yes. So, uh, so from from what I'm hearing, from what I heard on on Friday, Maven fans in Mark's neck of the woods. Really? Yeah, yes. she is. Uh, she's, she's been here a few weeks now. Yeah, I did not know that. That's why she's been missing. She's not had the internet yet. Ah. She's in like somewhere in Scotland or something. I'm not sure where exactly she is. Just in this area. Yeah, By which she's... I mean anywhere f- between five and ten miles from where I live, because that's where everything is. <laughs> right up the road. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, what she's my right up the road. <laughs> <laughs> I can walk to Maven Fan's house from here. <laughs> but the question is, can JT see my house from here? No, that that'll be that'll be um starting July twenty third. I'll be able to see your house. Interesting, because July twenty no. second, I'll have moved out. Actually, twenty. <laughs> actually, July twenty fourth. Well, and you I, won't I, be I, able to see my house. I won't have one between those days. I'll be looking at Canada, so your house is all of Canada. So <laughs> it'll have to work. Yeah, I'll be it's, at my brother's place on that. It's date. not Canada though. It's north. Of, it's North United States. <laughs> America Junior. No, Why America would I want to live in Canada? <laughs> You'll want to refer to it as uh, my brother's house, who actually has a house, and I actually will be in a house on July twenty oh, fourth. Where's Barkley living? Is he getting moving with you, or are you leaving him for the new people? No, he's coming with me, but uh, I hope he's <laughs> homeless for a week. He can hack it out in the mean streets of Calgary, Alberta, <laughs> Canada. Now, how are you going to manage to keep Barkley? When you don't have any place to keep him, uh, monitor him. I'm going to monitor him with an ankle bracelet. <laughs> okay, he's going to tip the NSA. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Barks will be all right. I taught him some skills. He'll fend for himself. He likes the uh, the taste of cowboy, so he'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I also taught him how to hunt house cats. <laughs> So he'll be visiting Joe <laughs> to t- take care of that little problem. Uh, but he does have a fetish for Rubik's Cubes like you, so you got to watch out. <laughs> I got a text the other day. It said, do you know how to solve a Rubik's, Rubik's Cube? Like, um, yeah. <laughs> so I texted her back. I mixed up the Rubik's Cube, texted her with a picture of the Rubik's Cube. Like, let's see how long this takes me. Less than two minutes later, I'm texting her back, like, done. <laughs> Yay! That just killed the whole vibe of the show, talking about Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> yeah, that is what it is, but, you know. So anything interesting happened to anybody this week outside of wrestling before we get down to the nitty-gritty of our birthday celebration? I watched... I watched some of what whatever that pay per view was. Oh yeah, Elimination Chamber last week. I saw. I, I I well, my girlfriend was watching. Turned on Game of Thrones, and I'm like, I, I turned on. Twitter, I went on Twitter, and all of a sudden, people were talking about Cena versus Owens. So I'm like, oh yeah, I have that thing called the network on my tablet. Maybe I'll actually I can actually watch that and plug it in and watch the rest of the pay per view or special event. I, uh, I I wound up at the Pride Parade yesterday. <laughs> it's about time you came out, Joe. No, it was that. It was you. no, it was the Dyke March. It was it was the lesbian parade. That's what they were calling it, the Dyke March. That's not me being, you know, <laughs> that's not me being like, uh, 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 what the fuck's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Insensitive or, uh, you know, Maven homophobic. Fans or... is Salford, UK, right now. 
I had to, that's what I was, that was what was taken. That's why I went quiet. I was <laughs> looking where she said she, she was. So I was sitting around the house. I'm bored and somebody goes, Hey, I'm going to this thing at Bidwell Park. It starts at six. It's free. It's live music. Like, okay, cool. I'll meet you there. And then I showed up and I'm like, Oh shit, I fucking forgot Pride was going on. And then I'm like texting my friend, like, Hey, I'm at this thing. Where are you at? And she says, Oh, I'm not going. I didn't know you were going, so I, I didn't go. Like, oh, you gotta be fucking well, kidding me. <laughs> so you you could have come up. yesterday with me to the overeater parade. Parade to watch <laughs> me overeat. Yeah, I, I heard about that. <laughs> and I, the, 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 the problem was is I wasn't planning on eat, doing that. It was what happened is is um the radio station that Coaster and I listened to, it's how we came together. Um the two DJs offered what was called the Fat Brother Challenge. And we have this thing called Taste of Syracuse every year right. around the first weekend of June. And they had like 76 vendors. And the goal was to try and eat all one of sample. Uh, cool. Cool. Because I don't think I'm going to do. I'm doing the challenge next year, Coaster. <laughs> After last night, I think I might retire. But um, the, the, the goal was to no one has ever eaten a sample from every single vendor. And there were 76 vendors. So. That was what they were gonna go do, and the two, two DJs didn't got nowhere near it. The goal, the one DJ, the guy, the, the one that we call Fat Brother, got twenty eight, and the other DJ, Hunter, did thirty five. He's actually smaller than what than the Fat Brother. So, well, the goal yesterday was to who could, could we try and beat the thirty five, and the the one guy. Um, the one guy, the, the guy that ended up winning it had 37. Um, the guy, the, the, then, then, then another guy hit 32 and I hit 31. And it was just, after 10 o'clock last night, it was just agony. I was like, I had a hard time leaving the, leaving the Taste of Syracuse, the drive home. That 30 minutes was the longest 30 minutes of my life. I got home and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> And I actually I still haven't had an appetite since then. <laughs> I got home last night. I got home last night, and you know what? I said, I said, beer, burgers, Blackhawks, and bolts. <laughs> Watching hockey, drinking, and eating. And that's what I did. Somebody's not on Twitter? Everybody's on Twitter. That Leon King? Yeah. That's That, that Leon King, for some reason... Asking who is JT and likes that British guy? Hmm, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> I wonder yeah, if everyone she... loves the British guy. <laughs> is Maven fan invaded from overseas? Maybe. She's at Mark's house. <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting right next to him. She's got her laptop. She's hooked up to his Wi-Fi. She's... <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to be He's super very, quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> being super quiet so his mic doesn't pick her up. <laughs> Which is impressive because it picks up my dad down the hall. That's true. <laughs> and your cat. When your cat destroys stuff in your house. Yeah, she's a very loud cat. <laughs> I'll take care of that problem for you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Cat lovers must hate me. So, so I, I, I had invited Joe to that yesterday. I know I'm not thinking he was not thinking he was going to actually think about coming. I'm like, what? He's like, but I can't. I can't. I got 
I got uh, I got the show to do tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, you can bring your equipment here. I can we can fit, we can set it up in here. I got room I, in this. I office. jokingly said that, and then you're like, oh, we we could set it up here, and I'm like. I'm like, well, okay. So I looked up a fucking Greyhound, but I, I wouldn't have like made it on time, nor would I have had money to go. So, you know. Oh well, Dude, it maybe was next a dollar year. per sample. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, I wouldn't have, like I had like fifty bucks in my bank account, and it was sixty bucks to get a round trip ticket to Syracuse. I know, I was just <laughs> fucking like, because yeah. there was no way I was getting in my car. Cause I was like one o'clock. There was no way I was getting in my car, driving six hours to get you here. Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> then trying to do that, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have expected you to. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, it's Halloween. Okay. So it's, you guys read about the size show Bob is actually going to kill Bart in the Halloween special. Yes. According. But it's it doesn't count because it's Halloween yeah, it special. Doesn't That's count. exactly it's, it. It's the Halloween special. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of people have died in the Halloween specials. Yep. Bart has died in the Halloween specials numerous times. Yep. I, so I got to call bullshit on uh, this being trending news. Why? Why is it trending? I agree because people it's... don't realize the Halloween stuff doesn't count. Oh shit! Sideshow Bob's gonna kill Bart, and then it's like in the Halloween episode. But, 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 but Bart, Bart's brother, Bart's Siamese twin brother. Not only was he in the Halloween special, but he's actually a playable character in the Simpsons Tapped Out. So does that make it real? <laughs> Tapped Out nope. doesn't count either. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's not like Maggie is Kang's daughter. Kodos, one of them. That's kayfabe. Although she actually killed Jerry Springer. It's all kayfabe. Every Jerry episode. Springer's live and well in presenting things on the network. Yes, he is. Every episode of The Simpsons counted, except for the Halloween specials and the time travel episodes. It's true that they are actually quite referential for a show set in its own individual universe. Everybody, like everybody's talking about Family Guy calling the the Bruce Jenner thing, which Married with Children did like two decades earlier, <laughs> and uh, nobody's mentioning that The Simpsons called the FIFA scandal or FIFA or whatever the fuck you call that soccer thing. FIFA. FIFA. Okay, FIFA. I was right. All right. <laughs> okay, now say Chael Sonnen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just, show. Just get, give him a Japanese wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing. I'll get the New Japan wrestling uh, roster up, and <laughs> a new game will debut maybe one week. <laughs> How many names could Joe get right? What's yeah. the over under? It won't be many. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'll be face palming my way through the whole damn show. <laughs> so I, I pulled up for this special occasion. I pulled up the first actual show review from boardwrestlingfan.com and it was oh. uh <laughs> yeah it went to uh it's uh it, it was uh when Vince McMahon was giving away money every week as part of the uh what what the fuck do they call it the McMahon's million I don't fucking know whatever it was um but uh the article was titled hey mr mcmahon where's my money Oh yeah, <laughs> and if you'll indulge me, I will read oh. it. Okay, every second word has to be sp- I'll pronunciated wrong, though. You know the rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when there's there's uh, foreign names in it. <laughs> Chill, it's American. Whatever. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> well, McMahon's Irish, I think. 
Yep, it's true. It's <laughs> Santino's Italian. Okay. Now that you guys are done making fun of me <laughs> on my own damn show, you're all fired. No, I'm kidding. You're all rehired. <laughs> you can't fire me. I pay your bills, That's, bitch. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. I guess the odds aren't all that great. After all, millions upon millions of fans signed up for Mr. McMahon's Million Dollar Mania, right? That's what the oh, fucking yeah. thing was called. Realistically, Mr. McMahon doesn't have to pay me to watch his television programming. I've been doing that on my own for over 20 years, sometimes paying him for the privilege. But goddamn, and yes, grammar Nazis, I know it's not grammatically correct to start a sentence with the word but. How nice would it be to get a phone call during an episode of Raw from the chairman of the board himself, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, telling you that you've won a chance to win some of his money? Remember you saying that like that? What the fuck? Needless to say, that... Since I'm here at my regular job and blogging about Monday Night Raw, I wasn't one of the lucky folks who won some of Mr. McMahon's millions this week. That doesn't mean I didn't watch Raw, though. And for the most part, I enjoyed it. The much-anticipated heel turn of Y2J Chris Jericho finally happened when he threw Shawn Michaels through the obscenely expensive Jeratron 6000 HD, bringing back memories of Shawn Michaels throwing Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window all those years ago. Mr. McMahon was essentially Rick Rolled twice in his first giveaway as the winner had Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up as his ringback tone. Which, if you watch that on the network, they actually, like, dubbed over it with something else. <laughs> Jeff Hardy scored a victory over John Cena with the help of Triple H. Afterwards, as the game and the Marine faced off, the legend thriller jumped the top rope and took them both down. Was that his fucking gimmick? <laughs> A sing-off between Jillian Hall and Trevor Murdoch was worth about $2, according to Mr. McMahon, and that was the prize he gave away to the next winner. So with this first week of Million Dollar Mania over, mixed reactions abound from fans. Some weren't thrilled with it, others were legitimately excited about the possibility that their phone might ring with the chairman of World Wrestling Entertainment on the line. For those of us that, did, those of us that didn't win this week, you've got another chance next week. I personally enjoyed the show, particularly Chris Jericho's hero turn. Of course, they followed that up with a Cody Rhodes match, and everybody fell asleep. <laughs> God, I remember when Cody Rhodes was terrible. He was awful back then. He came out to that bad music. Oh my he was God. like, he wondered why the crowd never gave any reaction to him. <laughs> you can tell it's old when it includes the words, I enjoyed Raw. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. Never mind Jeff Hardy and McMahon being on the show. Yeah, that that is uh, truer words have never been spoken. Well, that Leon King says it's called WWE, not World Wrestling Entertainment, damn it. I see that. I got the chat. <laughs> Unless you're wearing the uh, the spinner belt, and then it's called Wee! <laughs> then, now, forever. It took 180 episodes to connect the dots on that one, eh? 180. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so for the rest of the podcast, we will all speak French. We. S'il vous plaît. Poutine. I had poutine yesterday. Montreal Canadian. <laughs> it was terrible. Les habitants. Uh, I know that one. <laughs> Come on to Pertou. Ça va bien. Comme si, comme ça. Les habitants. It's, it's my Uncle Mike's birthday. Go Canadians. Even though they're see, not in. <laughs> you, you guys know what seal is in French? No. <laughs> I, le I learned it, but I probably don't remember it. Really? Because it's fuck. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Look it up, folks. Look it up. And with that, 
let's let's uh, remind ourselves that we're not swearing as long as we're talking about seals in French. <laughs> <laughs> That's your go-to if you ever say it. And someone goes, what, "What are we talking about?" It's like, "Oh, I thought I saw a seal, and I I must have tri- accidentally bolted it out in en français, mon ami." <laughs> why is everybody t- Why is everybody talking all funny? <laughs> Garbage can heads. <laughs> I can confirm it is fuck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I learned that. You know how I learned that? That's the best way. It's the absolute most hilarious, awesome way. In Canada, we have our own version of Sesame Street. And you yeah, heard the word fuck on Sesame Street. Dropping F-bombs, yo. Elmo, yo. <laughs> I'm, I, kid, I kid you not. Yeah, they, they would have these little special segments with unique Canadian puppets. I don't remember what any of those are. You can Google that, folks, if you want to know. But they would also have those little bits where you learn, you know, words. And they had the English bits from the American version, but they would, of course, have to have a French uh, version because we are a bilingual country. Um, yeah, so somehow that got past the censors. Someone thought that was a good idea. God damn it. God damn <laughs> it. Why, are, why is every other country better than the U.S.? Damn it. Growing up in a border city, I can confirm that there was French Sesame Street on the Canadian channels. <laughs> I just remember watching all these Canadian programs on Nickelodeon when they on Nickelodeon because that's all they can, that's all Nickelodeon you can for programming. You can't do that on television. Yep. For example. Oh, good example of Canadian entity, bud. What was that? What was that show that that Dave Coulier had before that was on Nickelodeon before Full House? Um, banging Alanis. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that that. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that. But there was a, there was another one. I forgot what the name of it was, but that, that's how I first heard of Dave Coulier. And the next thing I know, he was on Full House. And, and the but, funny but I, thing is, Alanis was on. You can't do that on television. Yeah. So everything comes full circle, literally, because you can't do that on television, Dave Coulier. <laughs> I don't know. Can you? That's not. Damn it, uh, no, I didn't get slime. Damn it! I, I, not, I don't have it rigged up in your that, house. That, that's Dave Coulier's special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Called Eau de Theater. Cock Talk every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, if we did a video of this show, I'd have to figure out some way to slime you every time you said I don't know because <laughs> we all grew up on you can't do that on television except for Mark. <laughs> No, but I did grow up on shows where people were slimed. That's well, true. Because, that's because they, they took, after they had stopped, you can't do that on television, they went with the slime gimmick all yeah. over the place. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a TV was, trope, I was guess. Double, was Double Dare Canadian? What show? I think Double, Double Dare. Dare was American. I think. I, that was one of the that was one of the only like shows that I'm not sure uh, that was one of the I, maybe that was one of the Nickelodeon originals. I remember that was on Nickelodeon too at the same time as all those. I didn't know if that was one of the Canadian programs or not. Uh, I don't know. You guys would have got a few shows from up here, of course. Kids in the Hall, SCTV, but be some of the most notable. Super yeah. Dave Osborne was filmed in Canada. Uh, Double Dare is a U.S. show. It oh, is yeah, a... Double double Dare, I don't even remember that. I'm not sure if we even got it here. Double Dare is a children's game show originally hosted by Mark Summers that aired on Nickelodeon. The show combines trivia questions with occasionally messy physical challenges. It is often credited with putting the then-fledgling network on the map and ranked number 29 in TV Guide's list of the 50 greatest game shows of all time. The show is loosely based on Beat the Clock. What, what's the number one game show of all time according to this list? <laughs> I have no idea. Let's see if I can get it. There's a yeah, I'm looking it up now. 
I, I would imagine in the, in the top five, gotta have Jeopardy in there. Real and Price is Right. Price, price is, is Right. right. Yeah. Probably Family Feud's one got to be somewhere. Yeah, one to ten. One is Price is Right. Yeah, yeah, I figured. I've, I've got it. Top five. What's my line is number five. Number four is Password. Three is GE College Bowl from the 1960s. Uh, number two is Jeopardy, and number one is indeed The Price is Right. Wheel of Fortune's not even in the top ten. Hmm. That's a, considering the success of that show, that's rather surprising. I, uh, I am very surprised. Looking at the rest of the list now, Supermarket Sweep, great show. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I don't know if you guys remember that show from PBS. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. That, that was uh, a video game too. Number forty-seven. I don't remember the show, but I remember the um, the, the all the all the all the numerous computer games that I played when I was in like fifth and sixth grade. Yeah, even I played the video game. <laughs> Hold on, we gotta. Oh, apparently Mark Summers does adult double dare tours now with with beer instead of. <laughs> If you don't remember the uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Live version of the theme song by Rockapella. That was the uh, that was Rockapella with the "Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego" theme. Where in the world is Rockapella now? <laughs> Apparently touring and playing the <laughs> the Carmen Sandiego theme. <laughs> MTV's Remote Control number thirty six on that list. If if you recall that show at all, <laughs> vaguely. Wheel of Fortune nope. is number twenty five on this list. Twenty five. <laughs> That's. That's surprising. Where's Raw? Where's what? Raw. Raw. <laughs> uh, I just missed the list. It was number fifty-one. <laughs> the 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 Mr. McMahon's Mania, uh, <laughs> Million Dollar Mania, number fifty-one on the. No. <laughs> well, they've had game shows on Raw, right? They had the uh, the the Raw dating game. They did the Price Is Right on they, the Price Is Raw. Yeah, yeah I was I was the at the Raw of Chris Jericho. I was Jericho, one of Jericho's best performances. He came down, so he came out so pissed off, and we basically refused to play. <laughs> I was at the Raw dating game where they had Ron Simmons was one of the contestants, and they're like, "Ron, what's your favorite thing to eat?" Spam. Spam. Just a bunch of words that rhyme with "damn." Who's your favorite '80s band? Wham. <laughs> <laughs> He has the best job in the world. He does. He just has to show up and say, damn. Yeah. I'm gonna say, uh, he's got to get paid really well just to show up on camera for five seconds. <laughs> Virgil Virgil will show up and say, damn, for 20 bucks. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but nobody wants him to. That's right. <laughs> Fuck the Virgil, Baba. Vir Virgil, Virgil, Virgil will join Megadeth for only 20 bucks a show. <laughs> Get on it, Dave. You don't have to worry about the ungrateful, talented music musicians that let go when they want to get paid. Just pay Virgil twenty bucks. He'll pretend to play Marty Friedman's parts. 
<laughs> Fucking Virgil kills the show again. He's following six people, by the way, right now. <laughs> Virgil wow. is. He made less. He he's 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 made less than my last night job paycheck. <laughs> I actually know one of the people he's following. <laughs> I got I got to tweet this guy and ask him if he paid Virgil twenty bucks. <laughs> no. uh, who, who do you know that he's following? I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name. Not that that's surprising. <laughs> that's, is it? Let me guess. S A I F. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, I've had my interactions with him too. He's an interesting cat. I've been friends with him since uh, Night of Champions was in Buffalo, which was like three or four years ago, because I had tweeted, you know, that I'd be booing John Cena even though I like him as a person, and that's how this guy found me. And then we've been friends on Twitter ever since. But I still have no idea how to actually pronounce his name. <laughs> So I'm not even going to try. With, uh, Saif. That, that's, it's, it's funny because I didn't bother to even go to Twitter, and I, somehow I knew that was who it was. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just did. Oh, my God. It's weird. It's weird how big the audience is for the internet wrestling community and yet how small it actually is, too. Oh, exactly. I know. It's, it's really odd because, I mean... Considering this is our birthday episode, we can we can talk a little bit about some of these, like how people find who they find, right? Like for example, that Dan Double C and myself through one of Saw's hockey pools like eight years ago, participated in these things for like three or four years, ended up working for Board Wrestling Fan website, completely oblivious to the fact for another couple of years that we were in these fucking pools together. <laughs> And I don't know exactly how the conversation struck up, but we were organizing it one year and talking about names, I think. And and I mentioned my personal favorite, which is the first one I, I uh, noted. I think he mentioned his two. One, one of us instigated first, I don't recall who. And it was just when it clicked. We were like, holy shit, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? You know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of random hockey pools you could have joined. It just so happens, damn double C. And me. The very first time I ever played a bu- fucking pool. <laughs> Weird, man. I found I found a website myself by complete random. I don't remember exactly how. I don't think, because I, I wasn't part of that message board either, really. I think I, tr- I, I worked on it a couple times, but I don't recall being active on it much. And then I noticed the author names. I'm like, hey, I was in some of the Zod's things with this guy's small <laughs> fucking world. Yeah, it's funny because... Uh... JT and I actually first started talking because his signature on that board was like about Metallica and then he was like one of the Raw versus Smackdown games was coming out on our birthday and I'm like somebody buy me this he's like I'll buy it for you if you buy it for me I'm like when's your birthday he says same as yours like oh shit really (laughs) (laughs) here we are (laughs) we're like we're, we're like twins who were born in separate years to separate parents <laughs> and, and look nothing alike smell equally horribly <laughs> maybe after a night of binge drink- drinking <laughs> you got any small world stories there Mark or sorry my bad noise <laughs> <laughs> we gotta remember yeah. his name's not Mark when he's on the show well, I, I was on 
Well, I listened to some other wrestling podcasts before I ended up finding you guys. And when I joined the... Well, when G added me to the group on Facebook we're all on, my first thought was, hey, I know all these names. Because they're all the same people from there. So I was quite surprised about about that, but nothing really other than that. Oh, it would have been the live group, right? Yeah. Yeah, that I was... was on the, um, I was listening to the, the law for a while before this, and I just recognized all these names from their feedback section. It's <laughs> like, hey, I know this guy. And when I went back and I realized G was on there a lot too, I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was a lot more active. I still pop on there once in a while, but... Uh... The, the, the funny thing the funny thing about Mark is, is this is something I really... This is, this is something I'm going to come out and Everyone admit for the first time. <laughs> This is I'm gonna admit for the first time on the show, um, because, well, maybe I have admitted this on the show. I don't know. I forget half the time. This is what drinking does to your brain, kids. Um, <laughs> when I I when Mark started start first started following me, he started following the JT Hogan Twitter feed. He wasn't following <laughs> the, the my actual feed. So the only people that I knew knew that that knew were you guys, and I thought Mark was spam at first. I really thought I thought I thought man Mark was just a spammer it just happened to be out found my account and just started following me and I'm like and I go I'm like oh shit let me just let me just check this dude out and I'm like oh he's actually a legit person wait wait what <laughs> the funny thing is I thought that about you because I didn't realize your name was what it was because <laughs> you want JT on Twitter you use your real name well that's or how it was it like that it was gonna be it was gonna be JT, but then JT was too short, and at the time I was doing the random red the random random. Yeah, I didn't realize you were random redhead. <laughs> and when I when I signed up and actually that's a, I think that's the one thing that none of us knows. I think I was the first person on on from the, sh the site on Twitter because I signed up really early on, and then I deleted it because no one was on it yet. Like the only person I found was like R D Lee from the Insanity website, and I'm like. Okay, then there's nobody on here, so I'll just and then once it picked up again, I, I reactivated it, and I still had I was still random redhead. I just like I say, random redhead came from the random randomness article I used to do for the site. So that's how that's how it came with, and they wouldn't let me. I I just didn't put JT on there because I just my actually legit would be it's my actually legit Twitter account. So. That's the end of my story. Sorry, <laughs> I, I just end story. That's the problem. I just end stories like mid sentence. I'm like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was always trying to jump on like all social media just because at the time I was in a band and I'm like, okay, gotta have Twitter to promote the band. Gotta have Facebook. Gotta have MySpace. Gotta have uh, whatever the fuck else is out there. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's why I was on Twitter. I was like, okay, I guess I need to do this to network with people. Yeah, pretty much. That, that Leon King. If you're illegally downloading this podcast, then there's something wrong because you can get this podcast for free just about everywhere. <laughs> Not just about, but everywhere. If you're paying for it, would take the time to turn our podcast into a torrent. <laughs> I, I, I still commend Leon King for illegally downloading this. That's awesome, dude. Let, let, let me let me put the, there's a story going around, and I, I, it it just came to me. Uh, that there's this quote-unquote artist who's trying to sell printouts 
of Instagram pictures that aren't his. <laughs> yeah, the suicide girls. Yeah, for, for $90,000 a piece. And a bunch of them were suicide girls Instagram pictures. And so suicide girls was like, fuck that here. Let's take it for 90. <laughs> and we'll give the money to charity. Oh, you can just follow suicide girls on Instagram. Right. But uh, but of course these are like these are like large size printouts on canvas, which okay. Uh, but oh, like I see. Like okay, so if if you're paying to listen to us right now, there's something wrong and you need to play, you need to like let us know so we can sue for copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Leon, maybe, I mean, Leon, Leon King. <laughs> but if you're illegally downloading us, cool, that's cool. We're good with that. <laughs> can you illegally download something you can only get for free? Sure you can. <laughs> we have our official distributors. We have, uh, we have of course, our site. And we have Cheap Heat. And we have iTunes and Stitcher and Blueberry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is free? How the hell am I paying for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's free for them to listen. It's not free for us to do. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the shirt. Yeah, buy the shirt. I don't even think we have a store with the shirts anymore. Okay, buy, buy, buy a Virgil shirt, though. I buy the Booker the only... T. Buy the Booker T shirt. BookerT.com. I bought the only I bought the only BWF shirt in existence. JT, no, you have one, I have one, and my ex has one. Can we make one that says Virgil made this shirt for $20? <laughs> <laughs> uh you you do have the only Think So Brain shirt that's that style that you have. Yeah, no, that's why I hardly wear it anymore because it's like, <laughs> oh, shit, I don't want this thing to fade away. Yeah, that's the only one with that, like, uh, outer glow style. <laughs> I just got to... I have a box of the official ones. That's going to his kid's college fund. It is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got a, I got a whole box full of the like regular ones so it's like these are worthless the one JT's got that's probably worth about five bucks by now <laughs> just destroy all of them but one yeah. wow what a what an, what a, what an investment I think I paid like 25 for the shirt <laughs> it's worth five the band doesn't exist anymore nobody outside of this circle knows about it <sighs> well just hold on to that shirt bud cause you're a quarter of the way to getting Virgil to follow you on Twitter yeah <laughs> Actually, no. They're, they're, I, I, are you sure that the, the, the there's some think so brain news maybe coming up? <laughs> Says who? <laughs> I think if you offer we... him the shirt and tell him the original value was twenty five dollars, he'll take it. <laughs> maybe. No, I got a, I got a message. Uh oh. I got a message. Let's see. It says, uh, "I offered him money as a joke, and then he followed me. So I just followed back, and then he DM'd me." And then I legit offered him money as a token of gratitude for entertaining the fans all these years. I felt bad for mocking, uh, for all the mocking that I did and others do, and <laughs> then PayPal'd him twenty dollars. Oh, he was really happy about it, but he followed me of his own volition. That's that's the story. <laughs> so he's sticking to it. That's yeah. he's sticking to it, right? Exactly. Yeah, he he paid him the twenty his, bucks. He paid. He followed. He followed him on his own volition. But when the if the money didn't come, it would it would have been an unfollow. He paid him twenty bucks anyway. So reg regardless of if he followed him of his own volition, you still paid him twenty bucks for the follow. That's <laughs> eh, a charitable write-off in tax season. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. 
we have not once mentioned anything that's happened in the past week other than JT yeah. watched Elimination Chamber. Oh, <laughs> the last two hours of it. Right. Ah, there was nothing to talk about. Yeah, no. I just There's realized nothing. until I watched Botchamania that Dolph Ziggler called the entire East Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, we got a new Intercontinental Champion, woohoo! And Dean Am- Dean Ambrose stole the world title. <laughs> well, yeah, I do I do have a prediction to make. I don't think anyone else has said this yet. I have not heard anyone else say it. But not only is Roman Reigns winning the Money in the Bank, but he's going to cash in on the new champion Dean Ambrose to set up Reigns Lesnar two at SummerSlam. Okay. There we well, go. well, we got the ceremonious John Cena putting over. Kevin Steen in the first match of their feud. We all, everybody, everybody. But he beat him clean. He beat everybody, him clean. Yes, everybody expelled their sludge. And this, you know, got to realize this isn't the first time John Cena's put someone over clean before in a feud. Yeah, but it was only his tenth loss. So, well, yeah, but like I said, this will be this is the first one, and then Cena will win the next two. LOL. Well, it wasn't actually the first. I, I wish I had access to the actual post, but somebody on on the Reddits actually uh, had all ten times he's put people over clean listed. They're pretty much a year apart in each case. The last one being Daniel Bryan. For mm-hmm. a second, I thought you were going to say Kevin Steen faced the prototype. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm wondering if the WWE is even going to bother putting the title on Lesnar immediately. I don't. I don't see any value in that. They got the guy locked up for, like, what, three more years? Well, especially if they end up going with what they were teasing on the uh, Stone Cold podcast, which I doubt. Oh, that's carny talk. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoyed the podcast, but I, I thought, I just looked at it as that. Like, they were selling tickets without even announcing a match, and that's smart. That's actually classic. Paul Heyman and, and, and Stone Cold knew what they were doing with that conversation. That was totally just simply that. You put the tease there, and you don't have to do anything else. You're going to sell a lot of tickets just based on the idea it might happen. Brilliance, man. I, I like that. Uh, a couple of moments in, in the week of wrestling, um, and then there was one glaring one that I called, and I wish oh, they must have listened to the show because motherfuckers put Kane in the goddamn money in the bank. <laughs> I just gotta learn to shut my mouth, right, guys? So, <laughs> <laughs> mention like... non WWE, I guess Bale is actually legitimately dead because there are only two members of the crew this week on Lucha Underground. Yeah. Before we get to that, though, we'll, we'll backtrack here. There's one spot left in the Money in the Bank, right? As they said, there would be new more people added, but they didn't specify how many. But they okay. did use the plural, so maybe one more. I, I'm under the impression from mass match listings that they must have said something about another because there's a TBD um, in the list in the match listing on a lot of yeah, sites. Yeah, yeah it's probably so I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. If, I mean, I, I fast forward a lot through stuff and when commentary at the table, I don't even watch that shit anymore. Right. Um, I was wondering if anyone can confirm or deny if there is another person, and then of course, you know, who who could they actually add? The coaster is calling Bull Dempsey. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think he called that last week too. But like, who could they add that would have like a legitimate chance to even win the thing? I mean, who's in it right now that you could actually look at? I mean, I what if there what if? there's 
who Florida? No. What if I was gonna say what if? Yes, we know, and I know you're gonna turn this down. But what if it's Brock Lesnar? He's booked to appear in June. Um, yeah, I guess it would it be is close. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, late June, like after mm. the pay per view, or around the same time. So yeah, that's viable. It's possible. There's also another interesting thing that like he's facing. Brock Lesnar, and he's, he's facing get Kofi, in a fight Kingston. With Kofi Kingston to set yeah, up their actual match. What I was saying before I got cut off, yeah. but yeah, and uh, that's another theory that people, read, but I don't know what that. We know Lesnar's just going there to, you know, write off his vacation expense to see his buddy. Pretty much. Do you, do you actually think they could put the that title? I guess they could, but I don't know. I really hope they don't change that match. I want to watch this special just for that match. I just want to see Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> the, the only th uh, thing I like about the idea of Kofi actually finding a way to win the money in the bank, three-bird roll, man. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> With the briefcase, dude. We just had an interesting name pop up in our in in, in the uh, l chat listing of of, of people listening. Virgil. Gee, stop impersonating Virgil. I'm not on, man. I don't usually go into the chat anymore. So it slows my uh my loading down. I'm usually the guy who's supposed to be finding shit on the internet if necessary. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I guess Virgil's actually listening. Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> Barks just... is going to be hanging out with you for a week at the end of July. Just just a heads up, Virgil. I'll send twenty bucks. <laughs> just make sure you buy a lot of cat food because you need to lure dinner in. <laughs> all right, all right. So twenty dollars can buy many peanuts. <laughs> what what did you guys think of Lucha Underground this week? It was all right. Nothing. Uh, it was hard to follow up last week. So. <laughs> now the real Virgil showed up. Oh Jesus! <laughs> With all the crazy things like people dying and getting slammed through stairs, but it was still a good show. Can Vampiro actually even go anymore, though? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Not entirely sure, but I, I think he can. I was just kind of reading on Wikipedia because I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. Uh, because I had heard he really like messed up his back. Well, yeah. So what happened was at the end, uh, he stopped um, Pentagon Junior from breaking Sexy Star's arm, and then there was a scene in the back where he smashes up a mirror, losing his mind, and teasing he might beat the shit out of someone. <clears throat> I don't see why they would even bother with the storyline if they don't have some sort of a match. I, mean, I suppose a... they can do a simple match where Pentagon just beats the shit out of him and breaks his arm without hitting him anywhere in the back. Precisely. I mean, they put Conan into a match situ like situation, so they yeah, they won't they won't involve it. This the show, if it's taught us anything, knows how to tell a good story, and it's not. They don't have meaningless segments. Something there's always something connecting to what we see, which is one of the beautiful things about this fucking show. And we're required to remember what happened in the past, which, oh my god, no, in wrestling? It's so good. Yeah, there, there's something. I mean, Mark, you're right. It's, it's going to be probably some sort of vomited, but it's not there for no reason at all. 
Yeah, but if Vampiro jumps back in the ring, I hope Matt Stryker does, because I never got to see him wrestle. Oh, you too, bud. <laughs> uh, it would uh, just be great to have him come back too. That's a cool thing about that show with having them in the scene announcers is they do have that background, and they're not that yeah. old. So and it, it was nice to see an announcer be fed up and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear like Michael Cole or JBL complain about something someone is doing, you just think, you're a wrestler, go stop them. You don't have to sit there. Like, oh no, who can stop this attack? Oh wait, I'm a wrestler. I'll go stop it. <laughs> yeah. But it it was a good show, just it could not have topped what happened last week. But they tried, and they had a good show. Well, of course there's always going to be a variation of creative quality, so that's fine. I don't think I've ever seen a quote-unquote bad episode. Yeah, that's the thing. The Even when it's not great, it's still pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Can't really say that about another show. <laughs> like SmackDown. Real, real, SmackDown real, had some good segments. Real Virgil says he'll do an interview for $30. Coaster goes, how about 20 at him and Cheese Hot Pocket and a Mountain Dew? <laughs> Oh, uh, Mountain Dew. Oh, no, that, that's... Sorry, bud. Got to get a discount done. And I'll 15. throw in the ta- I'll throw in the Taco Bell Mountain Dew, too, Co- Virgil. <laughs> or, or, alternatively, a Mountain Dew Kickstart. Small Kickstart. We're going to have to set up a Kickstarter to actually get this 20 bucks, man. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry. It's a Washington Redskin. My bad. Well, we we had a. Uh, this was the start of uh, what people are calling the Wednesday Night War this week because you also had on Wednesday night, of course, NXT, Ring of Honor, and TNA. Yeah, and the Ring of Honor. I managed to watch all four shows. I watched Ring of Honor last weekend when it aired originally, but that's the thing: is the Ring of Honor was the Ring of Honor that aired last weekend. It got it, well, and then we'll get to it in the news. We will talk about number, the ratings. But, uh, I'm sure. It actually did surprisingly well, yeah. considering it was a repeat. So it shows that there was a new audience, and there's also a bunch of people that would like to watch but didn't have access to it prior. Because I can't imagine yeah. too many people. I watched only it watched the, the Destination time. America version myself. Well, we of course uh, Impact moved to Wednesdays this week. So you have four wrestling shows on Wednesday night, and, and and if you count the Canadian airing of SmackDown, that's five wrestling shows that I could theoretically watch on, on a Wednesday night. I never watch any of those on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really change my viewing much. I still watched Impact on Friday. <laughs> I'm watching it all on delay on my DVR or on nefarious means. I didn't watch Impact. I watched Ring of Honor because I didn't see the show last weekend. I was watching hockey when I was home and <laughs> ROH was on. Um, and, and same with this week. I will probably watch Ring of Honor on Wednesday on Destination America. But, uh, yeah, I mean... You know, you're not going to watch hockey? I After the hockey game. <laughs> they show a replay, you know. Yeah, I saw that What. I think what happened is they played ROH, then TNA, then they replayed ROH, and then they replayed TNA. Because during TNA it said, up next, ROH, later, impact. 
Yeah. So I think it was just six hours of the same wrestling program. They really are saving money. <laughs> well, we've got there's to, a lot of television channels that do that. Though. The the numbers are uh, that I've read are inclusive of both airings of both shows. So, so yeah, they they show ROH, then Impact, then ROH again, and then Impact again. Um, of course, I, uh, I I don't exactly watch them on TV anymore, uh, especially because I don't have Destination America anywhere I go. Oh, wait, that's right. I can't have watched the Destination America version. Nope, definitely didn't. <laughs> Challenge were nice, and they put it on a few days early for me. <laughs> uh, you got Sinclair Broadcasting owning channels in, in in the UK just to show you <laughs> Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, we have a nice working agreement. I provide them light bulbs, and they give me the show. I find it amazing that there's, like, massive markets in the United States... <laughs> massive markets in the United States that actually don't get Ring of Honor until now and yet I can watch it about six separate times during the weekend Yeah, in Calgary of all places and yet New York wasn't getting it. That's fucked up dude. That's totally fucked up. <clears throat> I have I to tell my TV to not record it. English provider. Oh, that's because nobody likes the UK dude. Come on. <laughs> Except us, just Canadians. We're like your only friend. <laughs> Coaster, Coaster's on. Coaster's, Coaster's still, He's still Coaster's trying to chorus bargaining. Virgil. You get 10 bucks of grilled tea and a, a Capri Sun and animal crackers for 15 minutes. <laughs> so like unlimited animal crackers for 15 minutes? I mean, Virgil's like kind of a big dude. He might be able to eat like boxes of those at a time in in like, you know, minutes. <laughs> Now, of course, you make sure you tell them they're all cat sheet. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're not crackers. Yeah. I don't know if ROH went into this TV taping knowing they were on Destination America, but they did a pretty good show. They put on a decent show, solid wrestling, but they really hyped up next week, which is when they would have the most eyeballs because they've got the Addiction Wrestling, which is Kaz and Daniels, who are now the tag champions, which I didn't know, and Jushin fucking Liger on ROH. Yes. I'm going to be watching that. One one box of Animal Crackers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I tuned in, and they're like, oh, coming up later tonight, we've got, we've got the Briscoe Brothers. I'm like, oh, fuck. Really? Why? Go read a I will say I hated their promos. I it I don't like them much, but that match was actually pretty good, and I liked them in the ring. But not the there there we them boys yeah. them boys we do we do redneck kung fu. And Jay Briscoe <laughs> Isn't is our that Jimmy Wang Yang. <laughs> no 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 that's what that's one of their that's one of the the Briscoe's signature things is redneck kung fu. <laughs> But that was Jimmy Wang Yang's thing too, wasn't it? I don't know. Before the Briscoes came around. Oh, I fucking hate the Briscoes, man. Why is one of them the world champion? You got so much fucking talent in that company and Jay Briscoe's your world Cause champion. Because I think he's a loyalty guy. He's been there. He's one of I the, guess. the Briscoes. Are, Briscoes are one of the ones that have been loyal to ROH. Yeah, I think they're one of the teams who turned down a WWE deal. 
Or were they the ones that were homophobic and racist? They oh, both, both, both actually. Yes. Because <laughs> once, once um the Briscoe that's world champion, once he won the title, he made the homophobic statements. Uh, they they uh they were getting the the pre Samoa Joe deal offer, and it was a substantial pay cut considering they'd also have to move away from their business. Yeah, there are a lot of people who turned it down for that. You might you might not like the guys. I I, I don't really care about the Briscoes. I don't. I guess I'm apathetic, but I will give them credit for having the intelligence to have a, another source of income outside of wrestling. Oh, so yeah. they don't feel compelled. Why would you, you know, give up on a on a sure thing if you have a regular business that's generating probably most of your your income? Plus, you're still gonna wrestle if you enjoy it, and uh, you have a company that obviously likes you and. Clearly, you guys are in the minority for hating them because if they were really like said, it's that just unpopular, a I don't like. Even if they were that unpopular, as as you guys obviously hate, and that's fine. I'm not going to judge that. They wouldn't be there. Well, you know? you know what? You know you know what the thing is for me. I don't know if it's essentially hate. It's I think it's I I consider them more overrated. I think it's more of an for me. It's overrated because I was always told how great they were, how great they were. If you don't like them, there's something wrong with you. And then I go yeah. and watch them. I'm like, meh. It really not. I don't really think what what the hell. I don't think they're all that great. You uh, know? Per, per, perfectly honest opinion. I I mean, we can't like every single wrestler in the ring. I mean, there's people out there. That I mean, probably. I've... I, I've hate said Daniel it. Daniel Bryan, you know. Actually, there are. Yeah. I know there's people that definitely hate are. Bryan. I I've said it plenty of times on the show why I hate the Briscoes. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna repeat myself. We can say that um, John Cena is polarizing, but CM Punk is the most legitimately polarizing wrestler there is. You either love him or you just want him to die in the, which he may do in MMA. You know, somebody asked me. I I, I was uh, bored over the course of the week, and I'm like, okay, for the next you know hour, ask me anything you want. And somebody actually asked me, greatest WWE champion, and I actually put CM Punk. <laughs> He's like, really? I said, yeah. That's also the answer to which guy do I have the most action figures of? Which guy do I have the most t-shirts of? <laughs> That's an interesting. Wait, I thought question. that was Cena. No, it's. I it guess it. Well, it comes down to what you establish as the word "great" and how you act to define it. What no, constitutes I, "quote unquote" great? I'll tell you this: I do have a John Cena t-shirt and a John Cena action figure. <laughs> I have. I, huh? What, what were you going to say, Jay? Maybe Vance marking out right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say this. I have bought a John Cena t-shirt. I have bought a John Cena action figure, but I do not own a John Cena the, t-shirt they, or a John Cena action They were not for you, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I have, like, when he was doing the rapper gimmick, I have the Word Life t-shirt. You know, the one that was, like, based on the old WrestleMania logo. That's back when the IWC loved the guy. Exactly. And yep. the action figure I have, I got, it was a two-pack with him and the great Kali, and I got it for, like, dirt cheap. And because it had the uh, the, the belt for the action figures, the spinner belt for the action figures. <laughs> uh, one last quick thing from Raw, speaking of polarizing and John Cena, is he a terrible human being or a great human being for the cancer kid thing? I'm sure he knew that the kid was there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad great. thing. I, I'm sure there was some sort of meet and greet type of situation going on, and that's fine. I mean, why would we knock that? 
It was more the what what can Kevin Owens come back to after John Cena's pointed out a cancer kid? <laughs> yeah, he was right. inspired because of him. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's, either, it's either you love me or you love cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Final offer from the coaster to Virgil, and Vir- Virgil looks like he's taking it. Said Virgil, I'll give you five bucks, a turkey leg, and a course leg for an ID drop. <laughs> Well, no, that was the same promo where Owens talked about his kid being a Cena fan, and then the crowd. Yeah, booed. Uh, and then I Owens, can't believe the crowd booed Cena. The, oh, no, he caught, him, he caught him down though. It was awesome. Yeah. It was like he's seven. I did see someone say, "Imagine the heat Owens would have got if he just looked at the can ticket and went, eh, it's not my kid.'" <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's the beautiful thing about the Owens character is she, she's not really much different than Cena. Like, that sentiment it's was actually rather true. He just wants to be his, his kid's role model. Mm-hmm. But he's also... And he's pissed off that it's Cena, not him. His, his character is he's a family man who has no loyalty to anyone but his family. So, I mean, he's kind of a difficult, complicated heel character in that regard. It's, just, it's not like maliciousness... For the sake of, you know, I'm crazy or I'm Bray Wyatt, whatever, God knows what the motivation is with that character these days. It's simply he's, he wears, he wears his uh, character on his sleeve. He's very honest. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing it for my family. And you, you can hate him for that. And that's fine. I mean, that, that works, but you're actually kind of an asshole if you do it away too. It's a great character. Yeah, just like the entire San Antonio crowd booing his seven year old son. Exactly. What a bunch of dickheads. That's awesome though. It's just it was a great it's a great moment for wrestling to have that type of guy. And he's uh Yeah, he's he's got a good future ahead of him. Let's just hope old man Vince in the senile era doesn't fuck it up again. Hopefully he'll be so senile he forgets to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> well god damn it. Who's this fat ass on my show? <laughs> That's, that's actually Shane Vince. He kind of put a bit of weight on in China. Too much <laughs> dim sum. <laughs> Disown that fucker. Yeah, good old Shane O'Mac. So we got a lot to do in the next hour. You got some sort of break song for us, Joe? You I have a break song. And I, I was racking my brain like, what do I want to do for a break song for this celebratory episode of seven years of board wrestling fan and I'm sitting in my kitchen cooking breakfast I put on like you know some 90s radio station on Google Play and I found the song and the song it's by Naughty by Nature and it's called Hip Hop Hooray (laughs) that's awesome and here it is
So how was that for a break song? Spectacular. I, <laughs> I always forget to. I always forget friends when I do shoutouts. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'd just like to give a quick shout out to Xavier Woods, who remains my favorite part of SmackDown. During a match with Adrian Neville and a member of the New Day, just shouting, "You ain't nothing, Neville. I'll make gravity remember you." <laughs> of course, he said it with a lot more charisma than me, because he's just amazing. I do want to give a couple of shout-outs since JT mentioned shout-outs, <laughs> and, uh, and and of course uh, I want first of all, first and foremost to Drow Goddess, who was there at the beginning helping us doing our smack our uh, impact reviews before moving on to a different uh, a different website who mistreated her and she came back to us, and of course to. Jamie Kennedy, who also went on to do bigger and better things after our SmackDown review. He is now uh, writing for Fighting Spirit magazine in the UK and for WhatCulture.com. And, uh, of course, to Justin Ruff for really launching the era of interviews here, uh, getting us Johnny Gargano, amongst others, and, uh, and for getting us David Fuller, who has a show tonight in Fort Worth, Texas. If you're in the area, at I believe it's at the Sendera Center. I'm not positive. I could look it up, but if you're go if you're already in Texas and you're already planning on going, you already know where it is. Old School Hustle Night Two. David's actually wrestling tonight, and David has brought us many many guests on this show as well. So thank you to all of them and everybody else that's ever worked for Board Wrestling Fan. We really appreciate you guys' help over the last seven years and keeping us going. And and to all of you guys on this podcast, thank you for keeping me sane every week doing the shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I do my shoutouts, but they all they're all here, so it doesn't really does. Should I really, you know, I I always I always bring them on the show, so they I make them part my shoutouts part of the show because my shoutouts be Mark and the coaster and Maven right. because they're the three they're my three discoveries, and I bring I brought them on I brought them <laughs> with me on the show, so. <laughs> 132 days, 16 hours, 28 minutes, 6 seconds and counting. That's how long Curtis Axel has been in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so what do we got? Uh, I missed something there, dude. Yeah, okay, I see Hulk Hogan. Where we got to talk about Board Hockey Fan because that's the spinoff that generated from Board Wrestling Fan, of course. Um, oh, shit, I didn't see this video to load. Let me load it. I missed one. I haven't. I, I I looked through and I missed this one. I have the other one, but it only takes a second. So it should only take a second. Here it is. Okay, game on. Game on. Game on. He shoots. He scores. Oh. One for one. That is going wild. Score. Game on. Game on. It's me and my friends back in the day. Excellent. Of course, there were more than two of us. Wayne. Yeah. Do you ever get the feeling that Benjamin's not one of us? Good call. It's as if Benjamin wants us to be liked by everyone. I mean, Led Zeppelin didn't write tunes that everyone liked. They left that to the Bee Gees. Score! Score! 
Game on! Game on! Uh-oh. Incoming. Stacey okay, and then Stacy hits the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's taking too much time. <laughs> There's always time for Wayne's World, but that's too much time. <laughs> Never. You're out of the club, dude. <laughs> uh, I have a flash drive full of fucking Wayne's World clips from my old podcast. Ah. Hope JT has uh, taken a deep, 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 deep. Drive. I'll say JT's got something for us. <laughs> well, this was requested by one man. G. He requested this return for the episode. For those who don't know, I don't even think Mark even knows about this. This is back in our world wrestling insanity days. This yes, I name dropped it, Joe. I'm That's not fine. Call it the it's fine. It's, it's not fine. called World Wrestling Insanity anymore, it's so I'm fine. gonna call it. Um, we we used to do the we used to do the impact thread, and this kind of appeared during the impact thread is by our um, good buddy Emmett Green Teabagger Gore. Um, he started doing because what happened when Kurt Angle joined TNA, he, he started you know start this when he really became loopy and started just spouting random shit about how great he was. So that's where this came out. So. It got and the thing was it got longer every week and we used to that was one of the things we used to turn into the message boards on was what would be new this week what would what would green tea tea bagger add on to the to the list every week and it got long and long and long and long and obviously it's as long as it is now so this is as long as a probably longer than a break song but here it comes and I made some updates so it's not it's not it, it, I've kind of made some updates to it so. Bear with me. By God, by God, OMG, OIG, holy trampoline bear shit. Hey, look, it's the greatest wrestler of all time, best wrestler alive today, 2,209-time world tri world champion. Yes, all the times you, you, were, you were forced to lose to him in the video game counts. The 206-time tag team champion, 162 of which he carried a partner. Of those three, he held... He held with a mid he held with a midget as a partner. One reign where his partner was a blind three-legged alligator with lockjaw, rabies, and hepatitis B, and Spider-Man, contractually obligated to do so by Universal Studios Florida. The greatest X Division champion of all time, greatest IWGP champion of all time, former knockouts champion, five-time winner of the Jeremy Borash Award for TNA Sexiest Bachelor, Father of the Year. <laughs> Time Magazine Man of the Year, three-time Emmy Award-winning, two-time Grammy Award winner, Academy Award nominated, nominated four-star French chef, forty-one winner, forty-one-time winner of the annual Kurt Angle Great American Award, only other time award to JBL, Nobel Nobel Prize recipient in the fields of physics and literature, three-time NHL MVP, Masters MVP, Masters champion. Sorry. The only person to win a World Series of Poker event with an Uno deck. <laughs> the only American to ever be Prime Minister of Canada. Three-time recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award for outstanding accomplishments <laughs> in the fields of excellence. The only man to ever beat Chuck Norris in a fight. Only had to pay $10 for Virgil to follow him <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Reigning world record holder for eating the most sticks of butter in under eight minutes. Once bowled four perfect games in a row, then bowled a 400. The face of the $40 bill. Won the Daytona 500 while running backwards barefoot and on his hands. American <laughs> Idol winner seasons 3 to three to 12. Saved a bunch of money by changing his car entrance to Progressive. Made the Gecko Gecko tap out in six minutes. Replaced Think So Joe and Think So Brain and is currently on tour with Fozzie. Why do you think George left the show? <laughs> 
Four-time Tiddlywinks champion in Mrs. Bitterman's kindergarten class. Two times Obie Award winner for, for his riveting performance, performances in the vagina, vagina monologues. Level, level 800 on Hello Kitty Island Adventure. As America's highest credit score, 92.6 billion. Received the NAACP Humanitarian Award for beating up Al Sharpton. Can Cabbage Fart National Anthem. Adult Video News Award winner for Best Male Newcomer, Performer of the Year, Gay Video, Transsexual Performer of the Year, Best Best Anal Sex Scene, Best Oral Sex Scene Video, Best Three-Way Sex Scene Video, Best Interracial Release, Best Supporting Actor Film, Best Bisexual Gay Videos, Best Couple Sex Scene with Karen Angle, World's Greatest Grandma, has the mug to prove it, who currently predicted all 63 games in the NCAA tournament each of the last 20 years, obviously when every NCAA bully was in. Tiger beat of the decade, the last two decades. Six-time national double dutch, both with a male and a female partner. Pokemon master, level 100 Pikachu with surf and volt tackle bitches. Two-time Hobie Baker award winner for best NCAA college hockey player. Named greatest wrestler of all time by Burt Dangle, a completely impartial BNN wrestling news reporter. Level 90 human warrior. Full tier 14 gear on World of Warcraft. Named Ingle Pounds. Undefeated backgammon player. Daytime Emmy award winner in the categories of talk show host. Pin Ridges filming in eight minutes. Lead actress in a drama series. Made Susan Lucci tap out in six minutes. Performer in an animated program. Snap that bitch Dora the Explorer's ankle. An outstanding drama series. Made the entire cast of Guiding Light tap out in seven minutes. That's why it was canceled. At least the young and the restless held out for ten minutes. Pussies. Former American gladiators in both in both the first and second version, as well as the Portuguese, French, Vietnamese, Australian, Canadian, and Madagascar inversions. Gladiator, na- gladiator named Jupiter, seven million time Pittsburgh Facebook wrestling champion, and twenty five million six hundred twenty six thousand four hundred twenty two time Pittsburgh Facebook wrest- hardcore wrest- international champion. Only person he's the only person who still p- plays wrestler on Facebook. Seven, seven-time AWA International Television Champion, nine-time National Scrabble Champion. Would have been ten, but Jack Swagger beat him out, beat him for his title by 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 using all seven titles to land the word trapezoid. Once pitched a complete game, no hitter for the Pittsburgh Pirates. In each in each inning, he intentionally walked the first two batters and made the third one hit into a triple play. Seven of six, seven of which were unassisted. Six of those were by Kurt Angle. <laughs> Winner of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Current president of Mexico. Five-time California Little League baseball champion. CFL Hall of Fame tight end. Only because he considered quarterback to, to be too easy. 11-time Golden Globe winner. Four-time UFC heavyweight champion. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Who owns two Everest gi- Giganta yachts? Look it up. Has three platinum rap albums. Ruined Anthony Analog's burrito. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Post a new children's special called Uncle Touchy's Naked Puzzle Bateman. Lead actor on the new CSI spin-off. CSI Boise. Bounce a spider hole. One subway scramble contacts to win free $5 footlongs for light. Who can believe it's not butter? The only person to ever make Par- Parker Lewis lose. C- can post up to 
can post on Twitter up to 8,482 characters. The only head coach to take a mid-major to a BC, BCS championship in college football. The only person to ever make the asshole Hulk Hogan tap out. Can read your, can read your, yes, he can read your poker face. Won the Olympic gold medal in Vancouver 2010 in snowboarding we're using a we're using a Virginia ham as a snowboard. The only man to, to run the three-minute mile on his hands. The inspiration behind Lindsey Vaughn using cheese on his shin to reduce the swelling made a grizzly bear tap out on the rest of the, on the set of the Colbert Report. Report convinced seventeen criminals convicted seventeen criminals during his two year stint as the St. Louis ADA, and then as a defense attorney, he got sixteen of them overturned. Seventeen once one the seventeenth touched his gold medals without permission. So Kurt Kurt made sure he is spending the rest of his life in jail for that traffic violation. Can order and get beef at Chick-fil-A was the first choice before turning these roll down, roles down to portray Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, Batman, the Joker, Hulk, Green Lantern, and, jo and to replace Jon Stewart on The Daily Show. 11-time North American thumb wrestling champion discovered China and built the Great Wall by hand in two days, whose TNA action figure won the third season of NXT. Don't ask how, it's Kurt fucking Angle, figure it out. The current old owner of the state of Rhode Island, whose intro is too good for the BWF wrestling forums, who comes out to the impact zone when he damn well, well please, and, and not when some idiot tells him to, can fit this entire intro into a Walmart act, act application. The guy who replaced Hulk Hogan in Metallica, the guy who really deflated Tom Brady's balls, the one who who's behind Iron Sheik's tweaks, tweets, kills the most walkers every week on The Walking Dead, the only guy who can outdrink Lemmy, the true voice of Billy, Millie Vanilli, girl, you know it's true, it's damn true. <laughs> Voiced every character on The Simpsons from 1986 to 1992. <laughs> Olympic gold medal winning wrestling and all around super ultra mega god by god for Kurt Angle. <laughs> you okay there, JT? <laughs> Holy shit, that took me eight minutes to read. <laughs> yeah. All right. JT, thank you. Thank you, sir. I commend you for maybe the longest segment <laughs> of all time could be well, i did have the mick i did post the mick foley daily show segment which was 10 minutes so that's true i like some of the additions most walkers in the walking dead that was a nice one at the end there and replacing uh, john stewart just keeping it timely folks yeah i had there was so there was some real old stuff like i did the i i figured it since since it was like 47 world time champions i had to put like and it was like six years since this has been used so it's like i should probably yeah. put you know for sure gee what do you so, got for us well I, I'm gonna toss this out there we can play two games today we're definitely playing the same naming game folks do you want to do uh, Mary Fuck Kill as well or do you want to do that next week save that one for next week that intro went forever it was, it was I, longer it was than Maven's it was longer than Maven's career it was hilarious <laughs> but it went forever I knew, I knew it would be a long segment. That's totally cool because it's the anniversary special. So that's all good. We'll save, we'll save this uh, Mary fuck kill, and I'm not gonna say anything more. I'll just leave that a secret. Tune in <laughs> next week to find out who we will be marrying, marrying, fucking, or killing. It's a pretty interesting one. I like it. But today, we're doing the second time, the first time with Mark, our champion currently, 
and undefeated is Mr. Think So Joe. Yay! Putting the title on a line in a triple threat match of the same name game. And this basically works as such, and I won't read all the rules. It is essentially quotes from Henry Rollins and Seth Rollins. The trick is who said what? We're going to have three rounds. I have three backup quotes if necessary. Um, each point, correct, counts, and like Jeopardy rules, let it now. You will lose a point if you're incorrect, and if we need to go to a tiebreaker, we will. We're going to start it off with Mark. Are you ready, buddy? Yes. Okay. Football is at, at <clears throat> excuse me. Football is at least as gay as rugby, Greco-Roman wrestling, and the film Three Hundred. Seth Rollins. Okay, we have a negative one. That is Henry <laughs> Rollins. All right. Next up to bat is our defending champion. All right. You can't be adult in this industry. On the opposite end of that, you can be the smartest guy in the world and not understand what it is to have a presence on stage. That's uh, that's Henry Rollins. Okay, another negative one. That's Ooh, Seth Rollins. Really? Yeah. There's some good ones in this. There really is. All right, JT, you're up to bat. Some people skydive. There's always going to be a demographic of people who seek a higher pulse rate than some of us. They need to be a bit closer to their psychological limits to, uh, to some kind of edge. Um, uh, this guy's a liar, Henry Rollins. You are correct. Taking the lead with one point. Okay, we're back to Mark. My optimism wears heavy boots and is loud. Seth. Okay, negative two for Mark. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. Mr. Think So Joe. I'm more at home with my backpack, sleeping in a hotel room or on a bus or on an airplane than I am necessarily on a bed. It's weird being here. It feels like I'm standing next to my real life. Henry Rollins. And... That is correct. Yes. Up to zero points. What an accomplishment. <laughs> Mr. JT. With social media now, everybody's faceless. We've all got Twitter handles and aliases, and so I don't really even know what my fan base is like, but everyone's very kind. I don't have any crazy people or stalkers or anything like that. Um, I would... I will... Devil, and I will take a guess on that one, and I will say Seth Rollins. Correct, with two points. All right. Mark, attempt to redeem yourself. I know my capabilities and the spectrum I can cover as an entertainer. It's cool people who watch me for a long time are surprised at how good I am at it, but I take pride in that. I enjoy the process of jumping into a different pair of shoes from time to time. Henry? Oh, Seth. <laughs> I know. I just guessed Henry because he does so much. Where I know that's why I love that quote. <laughs> this is a lot harder than the Hulk Hogan, Paul Hogan one. I will give you that one. I well, don't think I'm. Oh, go ahead. The, the first one you got wrong, Joe. I knew. I knew it had to have been Seth Rollins because he said industry. 
Yeah, okay. Most musicians, we don't refuse that as an industry. They, 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 they refuse what they do as, in, as the business, not as the industry. True. Okay. Okay, Joe. Hope is the last thing a person does before they are defeated. Henry Rollins. Correct. With one point. Possibility of a tie here, JT. The pressure is on you. The beautiful thing about plans is you can. You've got to be able to adjust them on the fly. And yes, there is a pause in that quote. The beautiful thing about plans is you can. You've got to be able to adjust them on the fly. Seth Rollins? And winner, winner, chicken dinner with a perfect score of three. Our new champion, JT Hogan, brother. Yeah, let me tell you something, brother. The guy who created winning will finally won again, brother. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear the tiebreakers? I have three of them. Sure. These, these are ones that I had to cut because I felt they might be a little bit too easy. First one was giving a good performance. Giving it all is what it's about. I love to perform, and I have to ask our champion, who, who do you think? No points will be deducted. You have one, sir. Henry Seth. or Seth, JT? Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't paying attention. So, um... <laughs> giving a good performance, giving it all, what it's all about. I love to perform. Um, Henry. Correct. Next tiebreaker was, I believe that one defines oneself by reinvention. To not be like your parents, to not be like your friends, to be yourself, to cut yourself out of stone. Are you doing these all for me, or are you just doing for anybody else? Anybody? Well, okay, Mark, who do you think? <laughs> that has to be Henry. Correct. And Joe, you might as well get our third. Sure. Um, scar tissue is stronger than regular tissue. Realize its strength and move on. Seth? No, that was actually oh, Henry. Okay. Oh, I got a lot of great quotes from Henry. I, had yeah, a I, I bet. <laughs> yeah, but of course, no, no negative points. So I, I, I was glad we didn't get a tie because um, I wasn't sure which of those three would be the best tiebreaker if he did. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sad the sexy-ass lottery wasn't in there. But it would have been a bit, bit obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's the tough one. I got I got Corgan and Morgan figured out, but I, I got to see if I can find some better quotes because some of them are... Yeah, there, there's there's red light or red herrings in them in a few of them, and it's kind of like yeah, I don't want those. So, all right, congratulations to our new champion, and uh, that was the same name game. Well, our news is brought to you by CheapHeat.com, AngryMarks.com, and DailyWrestlingNews.com. Check those out. Great sources for wrestling news, all of them. Uh, and of course, this Tuesday is Board Wrestling Fans Anniversary, seven years on the internet. Uh, today is the birthday of Mick Foley who turns 50 and Howard Finkel who turns 65. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to WrestleMania! <laughs> Samoa Joe's NXT deal has been upgraded to a full WWE roster deal based on Vince McMahon being impressed by his first day merchandise sales, Triple H pushing for the signing, and them wanting to stop Joe from being used at any Ring of Honor TV taping. Joe worked the dark match on Raw, uh, where he beat Tyson Kidd. It appeared Kidd was injured during the match. Uh, once it was over, Natalia raced to the back. Cesaro hopped into the ring very quickly. The referee threw up the X sign. Kidd was pissed leaving the ring and appeared to be holding his neck or collarbone. Uh, it was a nice surprise to see Joe. A markout moment for this longtime fan to see from somebody who posted at uh, PWN. 
Uh, and and we did find out uh, later on that Kate is indeed injured. We'll probably, I'm sure that comes up later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure it does. Uh, Joe talks about his unique WWE deal. He says, it's a real new concept, and I was definitely the test case for the new deal that I have. And it was definitely something that they felt would be beneficial for wrestlers who have an established career and aren't really new to the game in a sense of speaking I was really flattered that I was part of that initial run of test cases to try that concept and I hope it leads uh, to over very talented individuals getting a chance to join the ranks of WWE it's amazing how quickly the the deal he had has been modified but I think that's the key point is it's uh, the standard now has been set for certain guys not all of course If they uh, could maybe were in an AJ Styles, I guess would be a comparable. Although you kind of have to feel bad for a couple of the other guys that got signed from the Indies, but it is what it is. Right. Mostly Finn Balor to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe will remain on NXT for the time being while the details of his contract are being worked out. Both sides have agreed in principle to him being part of the main roster, but the final link on the contract is not done. Even with the announcement of Samoa Joe signing an expanded WWE deal, ROH has confirmed Samoa Joe will still be there on June 20th. I can only imagine that this means his match, he teams with AJ Styles to face Daniels and Kaz, will be for the live audience only and not taped for TV. That kind of sucks, but makes sense. Makes sense. Yes. So, yes, indeed, um, there was more on the kid injury. Well, in the dark match, uh, Kid suffered a spinal cord injury. Uh, he expects to avoid surgery and make a complete recovery. WWE acknowledged the injury today, as a matter of fact. Yep. Uh, Kid sustained an injury while competing in a non-televised match against Samoa Joe last Monday night, June 1st, in San Antonio. As the former WWE Tag Team Champion continues to be evaluated, check back with WWE.com for the latest information on Kid's condition. Uh, I'd imagine... Go, G. I'd imagine they delayed it because it's a spinal injury and obviously very complicated part of the body that they probably right. wanted to run a lot of tests. You right. know? Absolutely, I'm sure. And decide on if they should call him Samoa Joe. Well, maybe. <laughs> I, I find it very unfortunate that in his first match in front of Vince McMahon, he breaks someone's back. <laughs> That's not a very good start. Well, no. What I'm hearing is is they they feel like it was just a freak accident. It was unavoidable. I mean, so apparently, you know, they're not. There's no heat on Joe for it. As long as there's no heat on Joe, I would expect that. If I, I mean, coming back to what I was saying earlier last week about invested money, that they didn't have to spend on marketing this guy's name, and the fact that it was those T-shirt sales that really were the big indicator that impressed Vince. Mm-hmm. Changing his name would be dumb if that if that's what is getting him on the main roster is those T-shirt sales. Why would they walk away from free found money? Exactly. What I mean, I obviously they want to own the rights and everything, but I don't know. That's uh, it's a great question. Well, time will tell, and we'll find out if he becomes you know Samoan Jake or <laughs> Hawaiian <laughs> Dave. Or... Hawaiian Dave. That's 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 <laughs> been, that's that's been the 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 name circulating the internet. Uh, I still prefer Joey Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. Uh, Sammy Zayn. It, it also actually just quickly makes me wonder how much 
money they would make if they had sold Prince Devitt shirts and not Finn Balor shirts. But Samoa Joe was an established star in the United States. People who knew who, I guess. People who knew who Prince Devitt was. Tiki Tom says the coaster. People who know who <laughs> Prince Devitt was. They they're hardcore wrestling fans. They're the people that that uh, that that uh, yeah. Vince Russo thinks are the only people that like Sami Zayn. That is the thing, I guess. It Sami Zayn would probably be a better um, example than someone like Finn Balor, right? If he would have came well in established as, in North America, if he would have came he, in as El, El, El Generico, yeah, right. Uh, Sami Zayn. Speaking of him, his torn rotator cuff surgery will keep him on the sidelines during uh, doing post surgery rehab and physical therapy at least until October. NXT is taping TV on October seventh, so that could wind up being his big return. We're entering a very dry period of NXT right now. Pretty much, all the big guys are on the way up or injured. Yep. We're still well, talking. It also, could be seen as an opportunity for them to look at some of the that other. Is true. That the Tyler Breezes and you know, I think Uh-ha he's probably nature. the guy who's going to benefit the most from this. Yeah, uh, and then you can continue to look at your tag team division, which is pretty good. Good matches each week. Oh, and the, the women's roster is safe now because Eva Marie's there. Oh, I got the the French guy playing Kane Jr. <laughs> you really look like Kane, Marcus That's, Louis. Yes, I want Kane him back to put the week. mask back on Kane, then have him come in as Master Kane. Anyway, we can get rid of the Carmella storyline and just get back to uh, bada-boom, realist guys in the room. Those guys can get a lot more opportunity. And that's... I don't... I really don't know how that gimmick would work on the main roster. I would love to think it would. I would love to hear 100,000 people at WrestleMania doing that promo. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I mean, they have a legitimate seven-foot guy, which you know Vince McMahon salivating over potential. And then you have a, you know... A, a great mouthpiece. I mean, that's obviously a good chemistry for a good tag team. I'd love to see them at WrestleMania just for the 100,000 people chanting, Certified G, Bonafide Stud, Certified G, Bonafide Stud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of injuries, there's no timetable for Rusev to make his in-ring return. He may be, be required to wear wrestling boots in the future to avoid further leg injuries in WWE. And the funny thing about that is somebody was somebody tweeted me about Rusev's injury or texted me and I texted back I said well that's what that idiot gets for not wearing boots <laughs> and you know of course you were, uh, tweeted him a long time ago and told him to wear boots that's, just spoke about him. <laughs> that's right that's it all connects sometimes the segues are kind of invisible yeah sometimes they don't exist sometimes we just have to freely make one up on the spot and that's your segue, folks. Speaking of free. Speaking of free, WWE will continue to offer one-month free trials virtually every month going forward from now on, with the only exceptions being August for SummerSlam, January for the Royal Rumble, and March or April, whichever month gets WrestleMania. Which is smart business strategy. It is, and the, the idea is, you know, get those new subscribers. I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm a day one subscriber. And I'm cool with it. Go ahead, offer the free month or whatever. Just it's not like I get pissed off at Netflix for giving everyone else a free month. Right. Just, just you know, toss me a T-shirt every year, like you did last year, <laughs> like you did this year. There was emojis. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get the emojis. Danielson emojis. 
I didn't get the emojis because my email wasn't working. I'm glad you guys pointed that out because then I got my email <laughs> working just in time to get my 25 bucks from for WWE shop and get my uh, Sami Zayn t-shirt with it. See, see what's gonna be what's gonna what fuck me over this year is I didn't automatically re renew, so I had a three day lapse. So I probably uh, won't get the loyalty one this year, any loyalty this year. Uh, they were they, well, that's if they row. even do it. They might not actually do the loyalty thing every year now. That's that's true too. So well, you know, I guess we'll wait and see as well on that. But I wouldn't be shocked if they dropped that because it's just I would expect probably if anything changes we'll see a price hike a couple bucks right probably not a lot but i i would expect that you know that'll that'll happen would 12 bucks make a difference to you guys because that's what we pay anyway wouldn't make a difference i I, it's as much as i watch the network (laughs) like seriously like if i don't feel like watching anything that's on netflix i will be like okay what's on wwe network like the the live actual network right now and if it's not Total Divas, I'll put on whatever it is. <laughs> oh, fair enough. They this, still have to pay their talent. I mean, some guys are going to cost a lot of money. Ahem, segue. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not clear how many dates this exactly is, but Brock Lesnar is expected to be a regular on WWE programming following the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. He is expected to have a match at Battleground against an opponent yet to be determined. Kofi Kingston too. Yes, he's he's apparently wrestling Kofi Kingston on the Japan show. That's, I really want them to not change that. I I hope they don't. July fourth. That's that's going to be airing on the WWE Network in the morning. Yep. That's here, also here probably where Finn Balor is going to win his first NXT and I, championship. And I I would venture to say that's where Finn Balor wins the title from Kevin Owens. I. Speaking of Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg says Brock Lesnar is a genius. Brock and Ernest Miller are the only two wrestlers I talk to since I left. I talk to Brock once every couple of months. He's a genius, but he's a little younger than me, and he can tolerate a little more than I can. I refuse to do it. The one year that I joined WWE, I'm so mad at myself for doing it, but I owed it to the fans to try it. I put myself on that platter, and I got slaughtered. That's how the that's how I feel, and I shouldn't feel like that. I should think wrestling is the most positive thing in the world. The fact is, behind the scenes, there's stuff that goes on that's Bush League. It's laughable. So to see a guy like Brock doing what he's doing, are you kidding me? I admire him wholeheartedly, and I like to think that I taught him a thing or two. I'd love to wrestle Brock again. (laughs) Meanwhile, in WCW... Oh, wait, what? If the (laughs) WWE is Bush League, what the fuck was WCW? (laughs) Oh, wait. Yeah. Bueller? <laughs> Bueller. Kevin <laughs> Kevin ahead. Owens is going to work, bo- work both Raw and NXT for the time being and is expected to be one of the top heels on Raw, second only to Seth Rollins. His first date on the main roster is June 19th in Saginaw, Michigan. Happy birthday to me. Happy <laughs> birthday to G. Kevin Owens and Finn Balor will have a WWE NXT title match broadcast live from Japan on July 4th which uh, we already mentioned, and pretty much that whole show is uh, supposedly going to be aired. That's what they say. Daniel Bryan is being advertised for the July 4th WWE show in Tokyo, along with Brock Lesnar, but it could just be having him come out to the ring for a segment to talk to the crowd or promote his merchandise, you know, his book, his DVD, etc. The lineup for that show, part of which will air on the WWE Network, we have right here, 
uh, which features Lucha Dragons versus Los Matadores. A Divas title match between Nikki Bella and Paige and Naomi. Tag team title match of New Day versus To Be Determined and Cesaro. Is he is vacant in To Be Determined? Probably. Is that vacant in abeyance? Could be. It's one of the two of them. <laughs> Chris Jericho versus Neville. Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. John Cena and Dolph Ziggler versus Kane and King Barrett. And the NXT title match of Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor. To be determined takes the place of Tyson Kidd, who is out due to injury and may not be able to work that show. I wonder if they'll uh, just put that non-injured Uso in with him for a bit. Yeah, but he's on Lucha Underground now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's playing the role of uh, of um, um, Superfly. Superfly, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did this, uh, has he killed any hookers lately? Or <laughs> no, not yet. Nice. Wait, Things to wait. look forward to. Oh, that there's a terrible thing I could say. Fuck it, I'm me, I'm terrible. He did beat up Sexy Star. Ha! <laughs> That's halfway there. <laughs> WWE. I made it bad, you made it terrible. Mm-hmm, bad how? Because I'm mean G. <laughs> WWE has next a reunion special for the click on the WWE Network, but will still be releasing a new DVD set about the crew on July 28th. Uh, the, the crew being the click, not not the crew from Lucha Underground. Well, they need a memorial service. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, well, speaking at a Special Olympics event yesterday, Hulk Hogan said he wanted to have a match at WrestleMania 32 next year. Brother! JT? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Is it true? Can you confirm this? Well, of course I can true. I invented WrestleMania, brother. I'm I'm there every year. Even when I was in WCW, brother, and in TNA, brother, I was at WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, well, confirmation. I invented a special Olympics too, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, me G. That Kurt Angle intro really wore me out, brother. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Here are some names confirmed for WWE tryouts next week during WWE's three-day camp. Jessica Havoc, uh, Andrea, or Rosie Lotta Love, Johnny Gargano from Evolve, uh, and first-ever board wrestling fan radio interviewee, um, Jimmy Preston from Northeast Wrestling, Taylor Hendricks, Diana D- Dahlgren, I guess, model and IFBB pro bikini competitor. Well, she's got the job automatically if Johnny Ace has anything to say about it, right? Uh, Nikki Galladay from Bad Girls Club. Giselle Shaw of Lance Storms Academy. MMA fighter turned wrestler Matt Riddle. Biff Busick, Drew Gulak, and Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor is awesome, by the way. I really want Seth Rollins to put in a good word for Chuck Taylor. After all, he is the best wrestler in the world and way in way better shape than Tyler Black. Hand grenades. <laughs> Boom. So uh, last week I was watching the uh, the the last couple episodes of uh, the 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 last season of Tough Enough, uh, where for some reason Andy won, but Luke was the runner up. And Luke Robinson talks about homophobia in WWE. Says a buddy of mine was trying out in FCW. He was down there when John Laurinaitis was down there. A couple of weeks after the Tough Enough finale, people were asking, what happened to that Luke Robinson kid from Tough Enough? My buddy called me and said the direct quote from John Laurinaitis was, we don't need any of that homo shit here. (laughs) 
that was four years ago, and obviously you have Darren Young now. Now they use some of his P- this PR stuff in a positive light to paint the picture that they're a very philanthropic philanthropic company. I'll get that word right eventually. Stephanie McMahon admitted in an interview with Forbes that the future of marketing is philanthropy. Not saying it's not wonderful that they promote the anti-bullying and Make-A-Wish, but the fact is there's a lot of bullying and things that go on behind the uh, beyond uh, behind the stage. Does John Lauren I just not realize how gay wrestling is? Yeah. It's giant buff men in their underwear grappling with each other. This doesn't have the story. baby oil. This doesn't have... There was a story, like a whole story of uh, the reason for that was he did like a... Like kind of a gay porn. <laughs> that was Seth Rollins. No, 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 no. That, that was Luke Robinson. Um, There's... It's uh, it's somewhere. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, about two weeks before we were flown to Florida for the FCW taping, I get a call from the executive producer. He goes, who's Donnie Drake? What's this Donnie Drake stuff? After college, I worked for two companies that market what they call custom videos to a homosexual audience. I'm fully clothed in normal wrestling gear. There's no sex acts, no nudity, just suggestive holds, nothing you couldn't see on Monday Night Raw. They wanted attractive guys with muscles, and they market it to a homosexual audience. I put it on my background check. It wasn't a secret. I never compromised my morals or values. You know when you're a babyface selling... You're crawling up the heel using his knee pads and tights to pull yourself up. Someone made a crude Photoshop picture that got passed around on the internet. It got distorted to Luke did gay porn. So that's 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 where the uh, the homo shit comes from, from Johnny Ace there. It's basically apartment wrestling, but for men. Exactly. I should say with men. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right, 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 because. You know, the other kind of apartment wrestling is usually for men, too. <laughs> CM Punk had a Twitter war with the Utica Comets. Of... Yeah, it was yesterday, I guess. Um, well, the Utica Comets are in the a- the AHL finals. And right. Obviously, see, the Blackhawks are in the NHL finals. So, yeah. It was brought to me yesterday. I don't know. what It was brought to me yesterday. I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention about it. So, but Coaster brought it up it last night, so. Well, the comment, uh, Comets tweeted, At CM Punk, don't you have to fight a UFC fight under your, don't you have to have a UFC fight under your belt before you're considered a UFC fighter? Guess we're UFC fighters too, <laughs> at Bailey LA Kings. I guess, um, I guess there were some deleted tweets, so uh, that that's why okay. some of this might not make a whole lot of sense. That's fine. Uh, Punk says, at Utica Comets, at uh, LA, uh, ba- Bailey LA Kings, sure as hell aren't hockey players. Big WWE fan tweets at Utica Comets at CM Punk at Bailey LA Kings. Tough guy behind a keyboard. You'll be asking for his autograph if you ever saw him in person. Comets say at CM Punk. Clearly, we're in the finals. Meanwhile, we have the same amount of fights in your chosen career path. <laughs> at Utica Comets at Bailey LA Kings. Haters gonna hate when they can't skate. At CM Punk, a career in poetry is in your future. At Utica Comets, at Bailey L.A. Kings. And when your internship is over, maybe you can work for the Ice Travaganza. (laughs) At CM Punk, maybe maybe we'll draw cute little X's on the back of our hands so we look tough too. (laughs) And finally, at Utica Comets, at Bailey L.A. Kings, maybe wait until you're 21 or ask your parents' permission first. Come on, try harder. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Punk was actually really active on Twitter outside of just that last night. Which I'm is, sure. No, I, hockey, hockey, hockey. Of course. That's what I was doing last night. I was watching hockey. <laughs> Rey Mysterio will wrestle Amazing Red on August 21st in New York City. It's funny. I've actually got their action figures like right next to each other on my shelf behind me. <laughs> Premonition? Or coincidence. Coincidence. <laughs> no, let's just lie. Makes the story better. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I don't know where my Rey Mysterio figure is, actually. <laughs> Get the old crystal ball out, yo. <laughs> Amazing Red's actually next to Shark Boy on my shelf. Ooh, triple threat. Nice. Court <laughs> uh, Bauer recently dropped this hint about Lucha Underground. Right now, Lucha Underground is in a position where they might be able to announce something very soon that would change the complexion of what they are both in the United States and then down in Mexico. The news would give them a boost in the financing end. Alberto, yeah, good news. Alberto El Patron's contract with Lucha Underground is worth about $500,000 a year and obviously lets him work independent dates. Before there was some with Joe contracts. It helps if I have volume on when I play these videos. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do that. Ah, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> botch spot? Yes, botch spot on board wrestling fan. You gonna be Benjamin's monkey boy the rest of your life? Is that it? Benjamin's my friend. No. Benjamin is no one's friend. If Benjamin were an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and dick. It's okay! <laughs> yes, G and I were talking Wayne's World the other day. Actually, yep. we were quoting Wayne's World the other day. That's right. I told you Easter eggs are cometh. Ah. <sighs> People apparently didn't figure out that Impact Wrestling was moving to Wednesday night. The show did 297,000 viewers and a .09 rating in the 18-49 demo, down 28% and 25% respectively from the 413,000 viewers and 12, .12 demo from last Friday. For comparison, Ring of Honor did 163,000 viewers and a .04 rating in the 18-49 demo as the lead-in for Impact. AJ Styles... AJ Styles talks ROH and Destination America. A huge shock to me. Did not expect something like that. It's one of those things where I was told, and I just started laughing. It was just one of those things. I was so surprised, I started laughing hysterically. I even called a couple of my buddies in Ring of Honor, and we just chuckled together. It's going to be fun, man. We always did a great job with wrestling, but now there's something to prove, and I think you're going to see a different Ring of Honor in a good way. Apparently, he turned down TNA's Hall of Fame in one last match there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's coming up. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'll, I'll read it out. Through. <laughs> I'll read it now. TNA reportedly offered AJ Styles big money and a Hall of Fame induction to come back to the promotion about a month ago, but he turned down the offer, stating that his priorities are now with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor. Uh, he confirmed that he turned down TNA politely. It's like this. New Japan and ROH are my homes now. Some folks may hate TNA. I'm not one of them. Uh, yeah, so eat it, haters. Yeah, Tyrus, <laughs> formerly known as Brodus Clay, was apparently pulled from Global Force Wrestling events due to contractual obligations to TNA. 
In addition, the charismatic and dynamic Your Pope, My Pope, The Pope, D'Angelo De Niro returns to Impact Wrestling, joining Josh Matthews with lively commentary in the announce booth. Oh, hell, you're my Our Pope sermon. I know we all love the Pope, but he wasn't that good on commentary. Just shut your mouth. Look, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like someone wants four up his up his up his four up four, four up four against up, his four face upside his head. Yeah, by his head. I'm sorry. Four upside his head. Four upside his head. Yeah. Oh, the Jerry Jeremy Borash tweet is gone from this next. Oh, it's interesting what it was. It's yeah, I wanted to see what it was. Uh, he's walking a dangerous tightrope by mocking EC3 with comparisons to Caitlyn Jenner. He's going to be accused of being transphobic, so I wouldn't have gone there. And EC3 issued the only appropriate response: "I do not approve this message." He had the best opening segment ever. It's worth watching just the first fifteen minutes of TNA. <laughs> Yeah, it's too bad that uh, Jeremy Borash tweet is gone. I'm sure it's out there somewhere and we'll find it. I'm but... trying to find it right now. Yeah. While you're looking, if you had to name a tag team in the WWE right now and call them the Reapers, who would you name the Reapers? Uh, the Wyatts. Yeah, that's uh, Harper, and Harper and Rowan. That's I've... the rumor, yeah. Is that legit? Uh, let's find out. The I didn't even know that. That was just I think. That was that's, uh, well, that's, that's the obvious answer. I would think. I would think so too. But that's uh, a buzz on the Reddit's a couple minutes ago. Speaking of the Reddit's, you've got something here that says WWE is the Nickelback or Creed of wrestling. <laughs> so yes, that's about right. Now, something I well, didn't Daily find wrestling on Reddit News doesn't have that tweet. So I'm going to check the Zone. They have everything. <laughs> The winner, yeah, I gotta rain in on this bitch. The winner of the ten thousand dollar Brazzers house is Romy Rain. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I read that and I didn't get it until you said it out loud and I realized it sounds I, like I, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Coaster asked, Coaster asked, with the future death of TNA, do you think Destination American will pick up Jeff Jarrett's ballpark grapple fest tour? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Surprised they haven't yet. <laughs> Finally confirmed, albeit G broke some dude on Reddit months ago about it, RVD is in the new trailer for, no kidding, Three-Headed Shark Attack. Yeah, I saw that. Why? Why do they make, fuck, keep making these fucking mo- shark movies? Also, the, f- guy, the guy posted that uh, his friend was working on set with a new movie with Rob Van Dam, which was a sequel to a Brick Hogan joint, and I'm like, <laughs> I always watch those shark week movies. I don't know why I'm stupid. Um, I just like... <laughs> I like them, but whatever. I knew right away. I was like, oh, okay, so it's two-headed shark attack sequel. And then he Ross responded, yep. <laughs> Even though he said he wasn't going to reveal the title like a second later, I get him to reveal it. <laughs> uh, Mark, uh, this is also from Reddit. You got something, Mark? Yeah, I found the Jeremy Borash tweet. What's it say? <clears throat> Have you seen the Vanity Fair picture of Caitlyn Jenner? Which most people have the call me Caitlin thing. Right. <clears throat> yeah, he basically tweeted that, but with Ethan Carter as the face with the message, call me Ethan. That's it. <laughs> I saw somebody, like, blow up at one of my friends yesterday because my friend shared, uh, like, obviously, the Finkel is Einhorn Ace Ventura reference is <laughs> going around, right? 
And uh, so somebody somebody posted that and just somebody like blew up at them like you're fucking transphobic because you posted this and she's like it's a fucking joke i'm not transphobic you can do what he wants she can he or she can do whatever whatever they want you know (laughs) like it's a joke it's transphobic with saying it's not possible to be a woman when you're a man not making light-hearted jokes like that it's a and it is a joke and i've shared some jokes and, and somebody else shared some jokes with me and it's it's all in good fun. It's not like we're saying, "Oh, well, that's wrong." She, she, you know, he can't become her. You know, I, I posted on Facebook. I said, "You know what? Good for her. Who cares?" Yeah, no. Nothing the Kardashians and Jenners have ever done has ever affected my life, and this is not going to change that. I just don't think it's news. Right. That I, I just I don't, I'm apathetic to the whole thing. I don't care. I just yeah. don't care. If you want to have a sex change that's your body, go ahead. I mean, I'm the same way with any body modification. I mean, that's a pretty significant one, sure. Coaster says that someone called him in- hateful and insensitive because he said he doesn't care. I don't care. I don't care. I guess yeah, I, I don't hate, care. but I'm sensitive, too. Uh, I'm putting I mean, it out there. Publicly, I don't care. It does not affect me. Good yeah. for you, Caitlyn Jenner. You be you. I yeah, didn't even just... know Bruce Jenner won an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the only reason I know who this person is I, I don't even know what the right term is and because it doesn't matter judge people quality of their character like really right right it, it they're famous for being famous with the rest of the family i guess he has a legitimate or she had a legitimate claim to fame whatever the right term is with the with the metal many moons ago cool okay move on that's great people who are famous for being famous are irrelevant to me it's right I'm not, but I mean the Hollywood crew, the people that like their fucking what 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 was that show called? One, I can't believe it's not butter. Whatever it's called, um, the the show with Mary Hart, the Hollywood News. I mean, I know Entertainment Tonight. I know people. There's an audience for it, but I'm not one of them. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, this is the thing: is is my ex-wife was friends with a couple of chen, uh, transgender people, and. While she was friends with them, they were very nice people. They turned out to be assholes, but that's that got nothing to do with what gender they identified with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, you're you're a you're a female. You want to be a boy? That's cool. Good for you. Doesn't affect me at all. I don't care. <laughs> you know, just don't be an asshole. I, mean, I hate to pull that all my best friends are black, but all my best friends are transgender people. <laughs> <laughs> because I have one best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's nothing wrong with being transgender, but there's also nothing wrong with poking fun at something that you know is national news for no fucking reason whatsoever, other than some celebrity changed their gender. Like, oh, I, you know, and, and there's all these people out there. Oh, well, you know, hey, they're bringing awareness to this this, this thing, you know, like. Okay, I was aware of transgender people. I didn't know that I needed to be aware of them. Okay, you changed your gender. Good for you. That's a thing. That happens. And you're a fucking celebrity. Why the fuck do I care? I don't know you. I got nothing against it. Good for her. You know, but just like, I don't think we need to make that big of a deal about it. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some transgender friends of mine will somehow end up listening to this show and I'll get some shit for this. But I really don't give a fuck about Bruce, Caitlin, whatever the hell 
her name is now. I don't care. Good for you. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. That's it. That's essentially it. It doesn't it doesn't impact me as well. It's simply that. It's like that's your lifestyle choice. Okay. The singer from that's Against it. Me the coaster says this singer from Against Me did it over a year ago which is true and it was nowhere near as big so I had no idea whatever I still the only, we're making a big deal out of this because it's a fucking you know e-reality star that's the only that's the only reason we're making a big deal out of this it's got nothing to do with transgender issues but yeah if you're a guy that's out there saying well that's fucking wrong and he shouldn't do it fuck you doesn't affect you. Who cares? Just the culture of outrage. Exactly. It's ugly head again. I it, need a reason to be angry and complain on the internet. Oh, you don't. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Let's, let's, let's get back to our list here. Uh, somebody on somebody on the Reddits, they said, Mark Henry should fill in for Tyson and form a team with Cesaro known as Swiss Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, two high school students. It would be... It would be, it would be like this, a Swiss Miss, the Swiss Miss song, and Mark Henry going Swiss chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring up they're, Finn Balor and call him Two Swiss. Their two person tag team finishing move would be called the Toblerone. <laughs> Finally, two, two high school students did a stunner spot at their graduation ceremony. Apparently, the school is now withholding their diplomas as punishment. Aww. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> yeah, that's the shake your head moment, kids. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh well. I wonder if it's Principal McMahon who's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Only Cena can use the stunner. Come on. Anybody got anything they want to add to this discussion before we go? Yeah, I have heard. I have now heard of the best wrestling championship ever. Basically, introduced in February 2015, DDT's Wrestling King of Dark Championship is among the most unique titles in history. The newly minted consolation prize is exclusively defended in dark matches and changes hands when the champion wins his match, passing the title to the loser and relegating him to being only able to wrestle dark matches <laughs> and never appear on television. Nice. It's just the best championship ever. Nice. It's, uh, it's what you get for losing. Zack Ryder must have just lost that in, in the WWE's version of that, huh? Because he's been on TV <laughs> last week. Now it's and now Heath Slater has it. I miss Heath Slater. Me too. Heath Slater he got really his. Needs that match against John Cena. He's owed it. Heath Slater got his first win over the weekend. You know, <laughs> his first win of this year. He he first pinfall. Was and it against Zack Ryder? I don't remember who it was against, but it was in like it was in a it was in a house show and it was a tag team match or something. <laughs> Brock Lesnar then. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll we'll go with that. Uh, 180 episodes, seven years of boardwrestlingfan.com. I thank you guys for being a part of it. And to all of our fellow board wrestling fans, thank you for tuning in, thank you for reading, thank you for contributing. Because G started as a wrestling fan that joined our show. 
Mark started a wrestling fan that joined our show. JT just happened to be there at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> nice time to be here. <laughs> you saw my, you saw my terrible concept. Are you remember the, the 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 table up in the corner and we had the the different colored ropes for the different categories? This is the yeah, title. I just remember it looked like the um a Nintendo a Nintendo video game. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> It was terrible, but we kept that concept for a long time with the different the different title bars for the different categories. We finally got rid of it with this design just because it was like, okay, that's way too much fucking work to add a category now. <laughs> okay, well, on that note, I am at Think So Joe at G of the Internet at Random Redhead at Mark underscore Noise at Random Double underscore Zero for the coaster. We are at that's Board Wrestling Fan Without Vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern live on BoardWrestlingFan.com slash live dash podcast or download it afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, CheapHeat.com and, of course, at BoardWrestlingFan.com. We'll see you next week. So- for the anniversary I'm putting icing on my astrobles. <laughs> I want to go to the beach but of course you gotta do this damn show every week <laughs>